Well, I don't have my own notes. Well, don't look at my notes. You can't look at them. I'm not going to look at your notes. <laughs> I am hiding my notes. You are. Yes. Man. Okay. Everybody will find out why I'm hiding my notes. I don't even want to see your notes. Well, that's good because I'm not showing you my notes. So I have my own notes. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm happy for you, but stop looking over here. All right. (laughs) She is giving the biggest eye roll right now. Say that every podcast. Because I want. I do not give a big eye roll. Whatever you do, I want everybody to have a full experience, just like they were here with us. Hey, we're back. And uh, ready for the next podcast. It is October the 12th at 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. October. No. Gosh, and it actually feels good outside, like fall a little bit. Well, it's decent. Yeah, it's like in the 60s. Like we're going to sit outside and watch the Like game. we're going to sit outside and watch the yeah. game. So that's that's pretty cool. That's I'm what we look forward that. to. So, all right. So, um, tell you a little bit about what's been going on with us and where we've been over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, um, tell me where I've been the past couple of weeks. <laughs> it's been a blur. It has been. <laughs> Well, one, we just got back from Las Vegas. We did, and yeah. that was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, what did you do in Vegas? <laughs> I saw my brother in Vegas and got some sleep. You slept in Vegas. I slept in Vegas. Now, that was an eye roll. Shannon did not sleep a whole lot. I didn't sleep a whole lot because you can sleep... When you're dead. When you're dead. <laughs> In my opinion. That's right. Don't want to miss out. We went to Vegas. I went to Vegas with my mom. Yes. So Shannon and her mom kind of casino hopped a little bit here and there. Yes. And went to see the Eagles. We went to see the Eagles. Yes. Like that was their only stop in North America until after the concert, they announced that they were coming to Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. We're going to go see them then too. (laughs) It's like, we got to go see them. This is the one stop. And then like. Yeah, Literally, it was like, like the was, week we got back, they announced that they're going to be in Atlanta like two months from now. I feel like that was purpose, purposeful on their part. You know, yeah. Like, uh-huh. Hey, this is our one this North American one stop. This year. We'll get everybody out here, yeah. and then we'll announce the we'll, tour. All these tour dates in a couple of months from now. <laughs> That's okay, because they were so good. It was amazing, and we had the best time. But this shows the difference between me and Shan, is that Shan and her mom were perfectly comfortable scoring tickets last minute to the concert yes well because tickets were kind of expensive like yeah. really expensive and so we just kept thinking well last minute people trying to sell their tickets maybe they'll come down on the price so even they were playing friday night and saturday night yeah so what friday time? night what time did y'all actually get the no, ticket friday night we're actually standing in line like 10 people away from actually going through the purse like check and Are the metal <laughs> And, and we still go. didn't have tickets. <laughs> so you stood and in I'm, the line. I'm steadily, well, because I'm, I'm on learning this for the first time right now. Trying to order the tickets, and she's on StubHub, and we're like, okay. And it's showing that tickets are available, but then because they're on so many sites, it's saying it doesn't have time to like check that the oh tickets are still available. So, how close did you get to checking in before you had to just get out of line? Well, I mean, we were like 10 people back, and I was like, mom. This isn't going to happen. So we stepped back, but there was a mob, like literally. And so then we're trying to fight our way back through the mob of all these people who actually have tickets to get into the concert. And I was like, so lesson learned. We can't wait till 10 minutes before it starts. Tomorrow we have got to be a little more on it. So the next day we actually bought tickets before 1 p.m. Oh my god! the concert started at 8. That made my anxiety just go way up. Really? Because me yes. and mom were like, y'all just like whatever. You know, if this doesn't happen tonight, we got tomorrow. 
<laughs> and then what time did you buy tickets on Saturday? It was before one. It was before one yeah. for the night. Yeah. Okay. So and it started at eight. So okay, we were so a little more on yeah. top of the game yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. Okay, all right. So we were ready. <laughs> God, we were like, we got all the time in the world now. That's awesome. We uh, we did do something else that was fun though. We did the zip line across uh, oh, yeah. the old old Las Vegas. Yeah, what was that called? Fremont Street. Fremont Street. Yeah. Which was kind of crazy because, literally, again, is another time in our lives when we're we're putting our life on the line with sixteen-year-old kids strapping yes. us in. Yes. Why do we and... do this for like a thirty-second <laughs> thrill? It's crazy. I don't know. So, I, but that was fun, though. It was fun, but literally the whole like we had to walk like ten flights of stairs to get up to the top. Yeah. So that was kind of. And like, we didn't even go up to every the highest. Step one. Was like, what are we doing? Yeah. Why are we this doing this? Is crazy. We are in our forties. Like, yes. at what point in life do you say, I yeah. don't need to do that? Yeah. I don't need this anymore. Yeah. I'm well, good. apparently not. Yeah. No. For us. No, I don't think. But it did not go on top of the stratosphere and ride those rides anymore. I'm good with that. Like that yeah. was that's yeah, a little bridge done that, too far. So check that off. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I should have done it. And then the other thing that happened is that Abby turned 16. Yes. I don't think that we had the podcast since the Area 51 party. No, I don't think so. So uh, everybody may remember that they had an Area 51 kind of raid a couple of months yeah, or raid, weeks ago. Like everybody's supposed to go, and the government's like, "No, really, don't do that." But yeah, you know. but they had like a huge like. Uh, weekend festival plan to see millions of people or yeah. hundreds of thousands. So, I don't know. Abby got wind of it and she's like, I want to do that for my 16th birthday yeah, party. Yeah, because it was the same weekend. So, this so. is how over the top Shannon is when it comes to our girls. But she decides to do you take. Think I'm over the top? Yes, you are just like. Is that like, what you used for my own? Dang, no, <laughs> but I should. Hold on, we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But I should have. Oh, I'm changing it right now. Um. No, but it kind of goes along with that. Um, no, but we literally had girls walk into the party that were like, that one girl literally said, my mom would have never done this. Well, because what we did is we searched to find an area where we could have the party that wasn't ridiculously expensive or big enough to do what she wanted to do or you know and we couldn't find anything like we just we really yeah. couldn't find anything so we decided we were going to do it in our living room and we were doing like a karaoke dance theme so we had to have a dance floor so and we, we took had to have everything karaoke. out of our den we, everything out of our den and our dining room Shannon, and foyer everything Shannon off the walls black uh, uh Drape, tra- like, drapes over the windows yeah, to like, black it uh, all out tablecloths all the way around the Put. room Black light strips Black on the floor. Lights. Yeah, we stripped off a dance floor. A dance floor in yeah. the middle of our den. Yeah, we, we had, had glow lights. Karaoke and speakers. We did this, I did this big balloon. Yes. Um, oh, thing yeah, for the, the pictures. pictures. It was like neon. That turned out really cool, but it took a it whole lot did. of air. And I yeah. won't do that again. <laughs> and that, that's <laughs> definitely one of those things where you get started and you're like, like whoa, this, this, this got out of hand neon. quickly. <laughs> Because the picture was like, you know, a three by five little square. And I think ours turned out to be like 10 by 12 yeah. feet. Yeah. <laughs> Usually the setup, though, takes takes quite a bit, but the cleanup took a lot of well, effort. Well, no, I, if you recall, which you don't recall because you weren't really doing a lot of the setup <laughs> other than helping me move the couple of pieces of heavy furniture. I moved the furniture. You did, but that I literally did. took 30 minutes. But yes. the setup part of that was a full committed 24 hours yes like hanging thank goodness the girls were like savannah was at home to help out with that yeah or at least entertain abby during that time (laughs) (laughs) 
but who's got but the teardown really i mean yeah, yeah okay. but yeah, you know back. what it was awesome it was awesome and i got to move all the furniture out of my living room and dining room and i got to like dust the baseboards and the blinds so really some deep cleaning oh yeah that's yeah right. that's so it's like hey we just need to do this every year yeah have a dance party every year every year all right your and birthday's also, next what was really cute is abby's like i'm gonna have this area 51 and everybody's gonna dress like aliens and their idea of aliens are like cute little <laughs> silver skirts and neon little leotards and sparkle on their face yeah yes. yeah that was kind of funny I nothing scary or anything yeah just... but we did have like a huge like seven foot blow up alien too that was kind of fun that would not but hold air kept very deflating, well kept deflating yeah it was time. good for a couple of pictures okay so we've had a lot going on but today i've got you know each week i want to try to do something fun for us to share with other people so they can do it in their relationship too. Last week we answered the questions and you blew me away with that one. Like, I did? You won that one. So, you remember that? the score was like, you remember when we asked oh, questions oh, about yeah. yeah, and you were I like did. 20 to 10 yeah. or something. It was like not even yeah. close. Yeah. So, this week we've got, we, we took our letters of our name and we did an acronym. Yeah. For and used each letter as a descriptive word right. for and, our spouse. And in my defense, I don't know how long you've been planning this, so you probably had a long time to think about your letters, but you told me to do this like 10 minutes ago. And... Yeah, but you're so much smarter than me. Like, you deal so much better. Tell the truth. If I had told you yesterday, you still would have done it 10 minutes ago. I know, but still, I could have at least (laughs) had time for it to be rolling around in my brain. (laughs) Miss standing in the line for Eagles tickets, (laughs) not having them. You know you're going to be last minute anyway. Say said something to me the other day on the phone. She was like, Mom, why do I always wait till the last minute? I was like, oh, honey. You can thank your mama for that one. (laughs) As much as she gets from me. But I do my best work last minute, and that's what I told her. You do. You always pull it together. Yeah. Not me. No. No, I'm stressed, and everybody around me is going to feel the pressure. Man. uh, Yes. I wish you had an S in your name. I could have put stress. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so here. All right, so do you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. Because I may have to right. change some of mine. Okay. So <laughs> here goes here goes Shannon. And this was, this is why I was saying she could not look at my notes earlier because I didn't okay. want her to see because you, you're going to love the S. Oh. Do you know what the S is? I don't know. Sweet. Because no. I'm sweet. No, I should have put that, but it's sexy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, honey, I had an argument with that. <laughs> honey, our dog in the back is, is complaining about that one. You're sexy and you know it. No. Yep. No. Well, smart, I'm, sweet. I got other things like that, but for S, come on. I mean, I'll take it. Yes. Those rose-colored glasses you are every so, day. You're so awesome. You're so fine. All right, the H, I put for humorous. Oh. And really? here's why for humorous is because uh, I love. No, I love what you find funny. Because <laughs> Shannon will find something funny that isn't. You know, it's out of kind of my realm a little bit. And one of those things is like when people use the wrong word or they use abbreviations for words and they keep using it. Yeah. Like, I love that, that you think that that's so funny because... I don't know why that gets me. Like, there one time a guy was in our house and he kept talking about vacation Bible school. This was a long time ago. This was like when we first married and I first realized that this was something that you thought was funny. But instead of saying vacation Bible school, he kept saying VBS. Well, yeah. VBS, that, VBS, that, VBS. And you had never heard that, and you're no, like... No, no, no. I had heard VBS, because that's common. It wasn't that he said VBS. It was that he said it 50 times in one paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> one. But the fact that he kept saying VBS for Vacation yeah. School over and over again. That's what got me You just... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, stuff like that. All right. A, I put authentic. 
or amazing. I couldn't go Aww. between the two, authentic or amazing. And I went with authentic because, and here's why. It's because you're so real. Like Aww. you don't put on a show. And you're just authentic. It's just Shannon you got is. Good words. I gotta rethink mine. <laughs> Shannon is who she is, and it's like that's just it. It's Aww, like you're gonna I know. I appreciate that. Yeah, okay, that's so you're very one. authentic. You, for me, you always know that I try to put on a show for other people. You know what I'm saying? Well, and you're very nice to other people. I'm not saying. I'm just saying you're authentic. When you come across to other people, you're very authentic in who you are. Not trying to be something well, I appreciate you're not. That. that is a nice compliment. In is nurturing because you take so. Aww. You take so much care of all of us. Holy smokes. You ha y'all have no yeah. idea the pressure you we put on Shannon. You require a lot of care. I can't require a lot of attention. <laughs> in, this is kind of, in, in my defense, I had three N's. N is nifty. And the reason I put nifty that, is because. That's not a defense because I have three M's. I know, okay, but okay. N's are harder than M's, I think. No, no. Yes. Oh my gosh, no. Nifty because you're so smart and creative. Nifty. You're nifty. That's a good one. Like, Last minute, like you said, 10 minutes to go. Oh my gosh, you're going to think of something that just like no, blows I my really mind. Didn't. Yes, you do. No. Yes, you're very creative. Oh, what did you say a minute for uh, a minute ago? You were like, you should use that over for, the top. Uh, over the top, yes. I put outgoing. You're outgoing with your family because you go over and beyond for whatever we need. And case in point, Area 51. These are party. very encouraging. And then in, okay, wait, oh, wait, I saved the best for last. Say that now. <laughs> but then I had a third in, and here's what I went with for the third in. Oh, no. You're noble. And here's why. It's because you're a queen. Noble. You're a queen. Uh, and you <laughs> gosh, you were doing so good. Why I'm like a noble because you deserve so much more oh, than I give you well, a lot that, of the time. Yes. That's sweet. Yes, I bow in your presence. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> in fact, don't. did you not read Francis Chan's chapter? I know, I know, I know, I know. Nothing above, nothing above the spouse. Uh, I mean, God above the spouse, not... Yeah, yeah and way pretty, above the spouse. Way above the spouse. Okay, alright, share, share mine. Okay. What do you got? Let me pull up my notes and don't Ooh, look. Ooh, was mine, was mine good though? Well, nothing like yours, now I feel like... So I may win this one. Yeah, yeah I think you got it hands down. <laughs> Well, one, my letters are J-I-M-M-Y-M-C. J? Are you kidding me? Jovial? <laughs> That's what I had. <laughs> then I changed it joyful because jovial just sounds like... Uh, it I sounds like know. Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. So joyful. I think joyful. You're, I think you're joyful. Thank you. Yeah. I am joyful. Yeah. And most of the time. You're, yeah, most of the time. <laughs> With other people. You know, like the, the roller coaster <laughs> high, you're really joyful. Yes. And then yeah. the valley. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which day are we on? <laughs> Which days are going to be? On those days when you're like joyful, those are good days. Jimmy and Abby, a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> Which day are we going to get with Abby and Jimmy? And when they're opposite. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 just a, that's when I really have to be nurturing. <laughs> All right. And I, I said intelligent. because oh, you. you. Yeah. I mean, you really I don't just feel love that way it. Sometimes. I know you don't, and you always like joke with the girls, like, "Oh, your mom is too smart," and da, da, you know. Yes. And the girls obviously joke because you've always done that with them, but you blow me away with how smart and and you are, and you your study habits, and just right. like yeah, you, you're constantly like wanting to learn, learn, learn. I think that's really good. Cool. So we're not basing this on SAT scores. No, because no. you were like really young and immature then. <laughs> You know, good. I mean, that was a long time that ago. Was a and long the SAT time ago. is really ridiculous. Yeah, anyway. I yeah. agree. Okay, All but right. if we yeah. are basing it, then yeah. I will All right, what about the first? <laughs> yeah. 
we're not gonna get into sharing scores. You're gonna be like, no way. All right, okay. what's the first M out of the three? Motivated. Yes. That's a good one, That's right? Good that one. describes you to a T. Because, like, I think you set I your am. mind on something and you're going to do it regardless. Like, you know, I'm going to run it. three or four miles every day. Come rain or shine, hailstorm, winter storm. <laughs> <It's a sweater. laughs> Don't have tennis shoes. I'll run in my bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I've got to check it off my list. Yes, yes. you do. So, I, gotta, I think internal. you're motivated. Yes. So, that's a good thing. Okay, second M. Do you know what it is? No. I think it's a good one, too, and it describes you to a T. <laughs> You're methodical. I am methodical. <laughs> I am methodical. I That's knew this. One. You thought it was funny this morning when I got up and I just nonchalantly took a picture of you dressed in your Georgia gear head to toe to send a say. But I knew when I got up this morning and looked at you, you were going to be dressed in your Georgia gear head to toe. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a method to my madness. Madness. Ooh, madness. <laughs> that could be my Okay, answer. why? Why? I have no idea. It's a yappy. <laughs> yappy. <laughs> That's it, you win. You win, you came up with the best word. Yappy. But that really means that like is... talkative. You know, because I'm always saying like, <sighs> I, if I want to get a word in edgewise, I have got to talk over you. <laughs> yes. And you know what? Two things about that. I was thinking this morning when we did our podcast, I was like, I really need to hold back and let Shannon talk a little bit more. And then that led me to think about how I'm always blocking you out at dinner. <laughs> you love that elbow turn <laughs> where you're going to give somebody the full on frontal attention, but that just leaves me over to the side like, okay, <laughs> so. I don't know what made me think of that. I was like, man, I've got to be better about that. It's yes, right. talkative. All right, third and last I also said M. youthful, though, because, Ooh, yeah. you know, you're you're still very much like, like, even with the youth group, like, wanting to get out there and play games with them, and, yeah. you know, uh-huh. like, so, yeah. I think that's, man, I ain't You old. like to play games. That's right. You're yappy and youthful. <laughs> All right, third Boy, that's a Hamilton song. <laughs> yeah, it is. Scrappy. <laughs> Scrappy. <That's> yappy. <laughs> we digress. All right, so, M... Another M, the third M. I said moral. Moral. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, Very moral. You kind of have to be. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually going to I'm gonna try my best <laughs> to make the right choice. <laughs> I really do struggle with that, though, if I'm presented. I mean, no, no, no. Like, if there's two. struggle with that? No, I just can't. I can't let stuff go like other people can. Like, even with something yeah. that's menial. Like, something that other people are like, come on, just... Why, why not? Like, everybody else's, Well, that's because you know, you're so moral. Yeah, and I'm just like, no, I just can't. Yeah. I can't even bring myself to do even that. Yeah. You know, so. And then true. C was kind of lame, but I say creative. <gasps> oh, good. Because I don't think I encourage you enough on that side of it, but you are very creative. I am creative. Yeah. I like doing new things. Yeah. Yeah. And you always have a plan for us every day, and it's always so creative. That's, that's what I that's, say. Like, that's why I thought that. You, that's where I thought you were gonna go when you said that we woke up. Oh gosh, hey, honey, you just scared us and everybody. When you said you got up and didn't do anything, I thought you were gonna say 
I already know that you have a plan for me. So oh, yeah, why yeah. even start anything? Because I know yeah. you've already created out what's going to happen next. Yeah, that kind of goes with the methodical. Mm -hmm. Wow, we're 19 minutes in and we haven't even started the book. Yeah, I think most people have tuned out by now. So <laughs> you might want to just read the book on your own. Cause. That's right. Okay, let's start with the first chapter. All right, hey, can I? Can we just pause and let me put the dogs up? Yeah, go for it. And I'm going to, hey, instead of pushing pause, I'm just going to talk through the book for a second. And give everybody like a uh, heads up on what to expect. So we started this book while Shannon's letting the dogs out called You and Me Forever by Francis and Lisa Chan. And um, it's really a good in-depth book to study when it comes to marriage. Um, I think it's kind of pushing Shannon. Shannon has, uh, I think this would be fair to say because you don't read a whole lot of nonfiction books. Yeah, just make sure you clarify that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Pushing. Say, you don't read a whole lot. No. Of she, nonfiction. <laughs> no. Your books are like something that you devour in like two days. Yeah, like I do when you love sit down and read, bam, but knocking I can it out. I agree that nonfiction is not my preferred genre. Right. So, I don't like it. Yeah. So today, I wish like, I did. And that's reading, what I meant by you being so studious. Yes. So that's that's good because that's. And so I'm stretching myself the other way by reading. Yeah. Like I'm currently reading a Stephen King book, which yeah. is going to take me forever to get through because it's very thick. But um, anyway, uh, this book I think is very, it's very in-depth, don't you think? It is. It's I very intense. Like the first chapter was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we're just going to jump right in. So let yeah. me get, let me, uh, let me offer up a few things, okay? So what this chapter, the chapters, um, what, what was the chapter, Marriage Isn't So Great? Is that the name of it? Yeah, the chapter itself. Um, I think so. Yeah. Well, we should probably know that. Let's yeah, we should probably know that. So, check it out real quick. <clears throat> okay. It the main point of it though is that we need to focus on something that's bigger than our marriage. It can't right. just be the focus can't just be on the marriage itself. It's got to be God and your relationship with him first and foremost. And I love how he starts off the chapter. And he says, "This is a big shocker, but marriages don't carry over into heaven." Yeah, You know, and that's a big question that a lot of people have. Like, am I still married in heaven? Like, what's that going to be like? And I always tell people, no, there's there's not marriage in heaven, but I sure hope that we're uh, bunk buddies. <laughs> I think this, I think for me, like... Wait, you know, was you, that was that the chapter name? Uh, well, like, I can't find it. Oh, okay, okay. Please, You're just so, looking at it. And then it's hard for me to look for that and listen to you too. So yeah, I'll sorry, just have to sorry. Um, but, like, for me, I think the reason that I have a hard time with that... Not necessarily have a hard time with it. Like, that's what I believe. That's what yeah. it says. So, but I think the reason that that kind of makes me like, is that for me kind of gives me a sense of loneliness. Yeah. Does but, it? Yeah. Like, I feel like mm -hmm. our life is with each other. And mm -hmm. so then to think about that eternity, we won't be married. So I realize that we're not going to be lonely in heaven, obviously. But sometimes, like, my human brain has a hard time. It's hard to comprehend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that's his main point, right? Yeah. Is that when we're in heaven, God is that relationship that we need. And right. It is, it, it, God is that relationship that we need now. Right. And should fulfill everything. And right. we're going to know exactly what that means when we're in his presence one day. Right. And it's like, holy smokes, I don't need. You know, I should have known this feeling more on earth than I do. Right. Than I did because all I need is God. Right. So... Francis's point at the beginning of the book is that is the most important relationship right. that we need to be pursuing. So our focus doesn't need to be our marriage necessarily. Right. It needs to be God. God. First. So it's like it's like that illustration of me pouring water into a 
pan or a pot, the more I pour in, the more it overflows, and whatever's around it just gets soaked up in the water because whatever's inside comes out of it. So the more you fill your life with God, then what happens is that God overflows out of your life and just affects everything around it, mm-hmm. right? And just everything is touched by it. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's most immediately touched by that then is our family right? because they're the closest to us and they're the things that we are in contact every day. Mm-hmm. So I love that he says don't get complacent in your relationship with God. Like don't right. ever just think that... You know, it's like that with any relationship. We would say that with any relationship, that just marriage or your kids or anything. Like, complacency will kill things right? if you're not careful. And so when it comes to your relationship with God the Father, like if He's supposed to be the most important thing, then it's important not to think that just everything's okay sometimes. Or, I mean, not that everything's, not to think that everything's okay, but not to think that things can't be better. Right, and I think, like, too, it's so easy... For me to say in my mind, well, God obviously is the most important thing, but my actions day to day are not reflecting that. Like, how does that, how's that lived out every day? And then when I look at that day to day, I'm like, what, what am I saying is the most important thing? Yeah. 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 What, what am I giving my most, the most of my time to my energy to? But I, I think that's hard too, because <clears throat> you, I mean, you have life priorities. So, you know, like I just. I don't yeah. know. And I think it looks different for each person, right? Right. How that's lived out. Um, and what is the attitude of taking God with you always, right. everywhere, and all the time? Like that verse that says, pray without ceasing. Like, right. you know, what does that kind of attitude and relationship with God look like right. for each person? Well, I feel like, like for me, like that, that's what I hope is my... <laughs> You know, like I get up in the morning and I spend some time in prayer and and study, but how does that compare percentage-wise to everything else I do the rest of the day? I think that's what kind of concerns me. It's like when my study time and prayer time compare to... But then I think about like all day, every day, I feel like I'm constantly communicating with God. Like even if it's just I have a thought and, oh, hey... Yeah. This is what's going on. Or, yeah, yeah, taking hey, that. I'm really sorry about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. So, I hope that. Well, and I think it's too, like, you know, we all, I've always said that you want to know what's most important to you. Look at look at what you spend the most time and money on, right? Right. I think that it would be good, and I know, I don't want to, this chapter could be overwhelming for new Christians. Yeah, yeah. For somebody well, that's even new, just, even, even committed Christians. Yeah, I think it is overwhelming. So, I think that it's good for not to get everybody overwhelmed in the first chapter. Okay, so just stop talking to you. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you get people overwhelmed. I'm saying like when they read this chapter. Yeah. Is just to look back and say, what does it mean? What would, if people were to look at the relationship I have with God on a daily basis, like how would they rank it? Like where does it fall? Like if somebody were to, he says at the beginning of this, like God's watching you now. Like right. God's with you always. Like. He's always, if somebody were to always watch you, yeah. like, what are your priorities? Right. Where, where is God well, in that? Because is... it's just, it's just a chance to take it up like another notch even. Right. Like you may be going like, whoa. Yeah. Like, what does it mean to put God in first place? Like that's overwhelming. I don't know even how to start or how to comprehend that. So I can't even, I can't even start that. No, no. Like, what would it mean today to like move God up a notch and yeah. move him, start moving him into that? Right. priority position well again I think like in my mind I think God has that first place priority in my mind yeah so it's I guess making that 
priority in my actions. But like, yes. I think for me, different from you, what I struggle with, and I think maybe why this was more overwhelming, is for you, you get up and you have your study and prayer time, but then you go to a job where that is also yeah, your job mm-hmm. to study and pray. And so, I mean, that is 75% of your day. Yeah. Whereas for me, I don't have a job that allows me to do that. Mm-hmm. So, On the flip side of that, I would say that sometimes it's harder on occasion because people expect that to be part of my day. So because I'm always surrounded, I don't look necessarily for opportunities outside to, like, or when I have the chance to share with somebody about my faith or share, it doesn't have as meaningful as an impact as I would like for it to because everybody's like, oh, this is what he does for his job. It's just part of who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of feel like, well, it's what I'm supposed to do anyway. So then it kind of comes a little bit to be routine. And I'm not kind of stretching myself a little bit, if that kind of makes sense, maybe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, Francis Chan says, our our marriage problems aren't the real problem. Right. What the real problem is, is a heart problem. And if we focus on our relationship with God and fix our own heart, well, then that brings, a lot of times, what's needed within our marriage. Right. Well, and I may be jumping ahead too, but I mean, him talking about, like, again, the first chapter, our focus needs to be primarily on God and not our marriage. It does make anything, any problem that we have in marriage seem very trivial when we're looking at the eternal life. Yeah. Not, compared I mean, to who God is. Because, you know, compared to who God is, like, jump into that a minute, and everything being trivial, and even us being trivial, because he talks about, you know, he really pushes the sovereignty of God, and how big and amazing God is, and how the angels in Revelation 4 just stare at him, and they are right. amazed by his goodness, and, you yeah. know, all. so how often do we stare at God, right. and not stare at other things in life? Like, those kinds of things like we don't have a a lot of what he's getting at too which francis chan is heavy Mm -hmm. in the sovereignty of god which i appreciate because sometimes i need to be reminded of that because we don't stare at god like we should right and we don't have like is it is it too weird to say that we need more of a fear of god because that's what he says in this chapter we need more fear of god the end of the chapter is just really kind of hammering that in it's like yeah fear of god and i yeah, I think sometimes we almost, well, I think for me, I get a mindset. And I think that part of that is that I feel like I can talk to God all day long, that sometimes I'm like, hey, friend, mm-hmm. you know, and then I kind of lose sight of. Hey, friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, not necessarily having a fear. Great, but we, that, that's, sometimes that's all we get preached to us is, is Jesus is a friend right. of mine, which is good. Right. But it's not complete. Right. So. Yeah, and Proverbs 1-7 says, uh, fear is the beginning of wisdom. Right, so, you know, always, uh, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta be careful that you don't have too much of a fear of God and not have the love of God. But right. at the same time, you gotta have the love of God, but also the fear of God. You, you gotta balance that right. stuff out. And sometimes that's good to be reminded of who God is, how big He is, because then we begin to realize, like, when we truly fear, like, a healthy fear of Him. And how powerful he is, then we understand what he can do. Right, and going back to like, you know, like our marriage problems or our problems here in this life being trivial, and I certainly, I meant that more like on a day-to-day things that we may 
fuss over things, but yeah. certainly there are huge things that we must overcome and, and huge things that we deal with. But just being reminded of how big and how powerful God is, I think just keeping our focus on that would make anything that we are dealing yeah. with here seem possible to Nothing, nothing is impossible when you just, when you take a minute to really stare at God and how powerful mm-hmm. he really is in us and in our relationships. Um, Lisa, at the end of it, I, I thought she had a, a, a pretty awesome point, which Lisa really pounds it too, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Like, yeah. she, I think Francis would be would be okay with like, saying what like what are their normal day-to-day conversations <laughs> like that's what i'm saying like like i think lisa's a whole a, another step above francis with all this um right. she's pretty she's yeah, really pretty. impressive um but she says um you know you can you can be a great person in life you can have all this going on you can do all these amazing things but there's something about marriage that needs to be focused on because if everything else is going right but your marriage is wrong mm-hmm that sticks out like a sore thumb. Right. Like people are not as impressed or you're not able to do as right. much. You're not able to go as far because people look at that relationship right. and they see how important that right. is. I think that kind of goes along with the whole thing about how like you can give somebody so many compliments and then like one negative criticism mm-hmm. is going to like, you know, yeah, you need five it's going to be the thing that they focus or on. Or, yeah. yeah, so I think that kind of goes along with our marriage and our life. Like, we can be good in everything, and then if something is failing in our marriage or we're failing somehow, yeah. people are seeing that. That's what they're going to say, well, what's really going on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, our, our marriage is, is a reflection of Christ mm-hmm. in us and how we're living, so, and it makes a huge impact. Yeah. So it really does go back to this, like, how is not your marriage how is your relationship with God doing right because then hopefully that's gonna your marriage is that's going to be a reflection of that right be reflected in that um regardless of how satisfying your marriage is or isn't the real issue is how satisfied you are with him mm-hmm. and I thought that was good like she really hammers to at the end of this like being selfless mm-hmm. like not being so selfish in our marriage like what can this marriage do for me but how, how many times am I selflessly looking like putting what I need to do for my marriage and for God above my own personal needs. That is so hard. Yes. Like, I want to look at this marriage as though, like, what can they do? Or, or, you know, they need to do this. Right. Or Or they're not doing this. Or they're not doing this. When really what I need to be doing is like, what what is it about me and my heart and my relationship with God that's causing this problem right right here? Because if I can swallow my pride figure that out right then we're moving somewhere right and that takes time so i think that all being said like this pretty profound opening chapter and things get um i want to say there's more practical applications as you read through the book so this was like a big it seemed very theologically based at the beginning like here's a big chunk of who god is and you know Let's get that understanding of God first, right. and then we'll get to practical things of forgiveness. Right. And well, I definitely, out. yeah, I agree that this is where we need to start. We need to begin with that. Hey, remember how big God is, and you got to be focused on Him. So what I took from the whole chapter is this, is basically just pursuing God more. Like, you know, that whole putting God first and everything else, mm-hmm. second, way second. Yeah. Like, what does that do? Not to get complacent, but what does it do to kind of push me to go, all right, so... What can I do? Not that it's just in doing, but in being. Like, yeah. 
And that was one of the things in the book, which I guess, you know, if you're not physically reading it, you can't see, but he did mention that list, like where people have, you know, you have God first, family, friends, work, kind of listed one, two, three, four, five. And then how our list should be, should be like God first. And then it's like a huge big space. Like two, three, four, nothing. Nothing. Five, family. Right. And so he was just saying how so many people are okay with that first list, which, I mean, it's God first, but... Yeah. Everything else very close second. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I guess yeah. how we need to be working to make that space. Make that space. Because for eternity, again, going back to who right. God is, that is the relationship that's most important. It's right. going to be forever. Yeah. So uh, life, Rick Warren always says that life is a precursor. You know, it's, it's just like preparing us now for what's happening in eternity forever. So we yeah. need to be preparing ourselves now for that relationship that is going to be all we need forever. Right. So there you go. So, whoo, man. All right. So work on us. Like this marriage, maybe you're going through something right now that's a that's a big struggle. You know, whoever's listening. Um, you know, maybe look at this as a hard issue in your own life and say, you know what, maybe just push pause and maybe it's not so much them as it is me in this situation. What can I do? Right. How can I grow closer to God? And I don't think that's to say that there's not things that the other person has to work on. Like the no, other person has right. to be committed to look inside themselves as well. But I think, yeah, like you, first, we have to look inside yes, ourselves. Yes, and you can be the example that your spouse right. needs to see that self-reflective right. nature and what it means to work on. So then maybe they'll right. see and learn from you yeah. to do it themselves. I think that's good. So what does it look like for me? How, how am I going to grow closer to Christ? What's my relationship with Him uh, going to look like and how can I get better? All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. That was fun. That was fun. And really long. And really long. <laughs> We're 37 minutes. because you're yappy. <laughs> yes. um, thanks for tuning in next week, uh, or next time. I don't know if it's next week, but uh, next podcast we'll do chapter two. Um, so looking forward to that. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.